Hello, welcome to Pulse of the Heartland, special teams save Iowa again. Boomer Sooner keeps playing in Norman because they scored again. <laughs> and every SEC team should be ranked again per Kirby Smart. I mean, it, it's college football is, I think, more back than ever now that we all of that has happened in this last weekend. Without David and Joey here, just us two Iowa State fans, that that was our worst nightmare. <laughs> last weekend yes just our worst I, nightmare i don't think they would have justified anything but we'll get a little hateful because of our jealousy but yeah that was I'm sure that was a bad weekend we so. won't have any moderators here to bring us down a notch so <laughs> hate's gonna be the extreme so yeah hey brian but, um you know yeah. good to good to see you here today mm -hmm. um after the emergency alert system went off today you didn't turn into a zombie no no i uh i i my my uh i, I blacked out a little bit and all of a sudden i i think and i i already uh did my mail-in ballot so i don't know it was it was weird i, okay. I came back to as i was dropping something in the mailbox so <laughs> did but, you did you hear about this conspiracy theory let, let's hear it probably so the conspiracy was that you know it's been planned that this EAS system was going to go off at 1:20 central time or whatever it was mm -hmm. today. And it was going to turn everybody that had a COVID vaccination into a zombie. Mm. Yep. It was going to mess with something like with the micro particles in it. And yeah. See, if you bring in micro or nanobots or something that you can't yep. see, boomers will believe that it's the real deal. Well, I, how do you disprove it? It's like the flat earth thing, man. I, yeah. I did see photos online of people putting their iPads and their cell phones in their microwaves because it stops yep. the, the the waves. You're supposed to wrap your uh, phone in tin foil and also your head. <laughs> I was just gonna say you're supposed to look like a Hershey's kiss on the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. Like any like conspiracy theorist that they've made up from the last forty years. So yeah. So since you know we we talked about my favorite conspiracy theory, Australia being fake. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I had to bring this up. Absolutely. Yeah. I, if you would have told me that the uh, the conspiracy theory was once that went off, everyone would think every SEC team should be ranked, I would have believed you 100% because apparently that's what some people believe here, man. You, Yeah, well, it doesn't need to go off for that to happen, <laughs> especially if you're somebody with a vote. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get into that in a little bit here, man. But, you know, I always like to start with the trivia question. And I would say it's usually with this one, I was expecting all four people in here. So, it, unfortunately, I'm just going to be grilling you. Okay. Um, but there's been four players, three quarterbacks and a running back that have won the Heisman with more than 90% of the vote. Can you name them? And then the extra hint that I put in there was they've all been since the year 2000. Caleb Williams. Wasn't he uh, last year? No, I no. I, I thought he. I thought he ran away with it. No, yeah. Let, let me shit. Let me get the official. List okay, running up. back Reggie Bush. Yes, he was second with ninety-one percent. Okay, and that one counts. I know it's vacated. It counts. That's, it counts. Yeah. I mean, what he did is totally legal now. Yeah, it and now it's encouraged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, Caleb Williams only had seventy-two percent of the vote yet last year. I mean, it makes sense, but. Um, wow. But okay, so you have Reggie Bush. Think of, think of other like way popular ones. That, one will really stick out, and the other two I think will shock you. 
Um, let's see here. Oh man. Joe Burrow. Yep. That, that's the obvious one. Tim, LSU. He is Tim, the highest. Tim Tebow. No, no, uh, no other sec quarterback. So, so my next one is going to be Johnny Manziel. So it can't be that. Is Matt Leinert? No. Going back on the USC, I guess. Nope. Um, the, the, the next highest Cam Newton player is OJ Simpson. Actually, can't be Cam Newton because he's SEC. Nope. But he he had eighty one percent. Yeah, he's SEC, right. so it couldn't have been him. Yeah, I one, I one Big Ten quarterback and one Pac twelve quarterback. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Yep. Well, I guess they're a, both future Big Ten quarterbacks. So, and an, a Big Ten quarterback. Yep. I mean, this one I think will be pretty tough. Uh, Troy Smith. Oh God, dang, you got it! It was oh, Troy Smith. Nice. <laughs> well, there we go. And just because I want to be uh, petty because Oklahoma beat us, do you know who received the least amount of votes? You don't, but. Uh, in 1952, Billy Vessels of Oklahoma halfback only received 14% of the vote, but because it was spread out amongst nine people, he got, he, <laughs> so, who were the other eight? Like it must've been spread out perfectly even. And he won by 1%. Oh, it was, well, he, it was like 500, you know, like when it, when they have like 90% of the vote, it, it, mm -hmm. it's like 5,000 votes, right? Yeah. He had like 500 back in the day. And the next guy had like 370. So, I mean, it was like. <laughs> as far of a stretch away as you can when you only have 14% of the vote. But I wanted to be sad and cry because Oklahoma, I think, scored again on us um, after uh, this past week. I just here. heard this stupid song that their band plays again. Like Boomer, Boomer Sooner over and over <laughs> and over. Oh, I, I swear. Like, I, I went there one time, and it was the 42-41 year with the defensive uh, – uh, pass interference in the end oh, zone that that yeah. Oklahoma fans will admit did not happen. I I saw with my own eyes eighty yards away it happened. You know? Yeah. Um, that that was that that song is just seared into my fucking brain. We I tailgated for the whole day with my buddy down there, and it was just like I I I love Iowa State, but if I had to hear our fight song every like ten minutes, I think I would just take a knife and put it in my ear. Like, I, I don't know yeah. how they don't get sick of it, man. Yeah. How do they not get sick of it? Oh, well, I guess when you're winning, that cures a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> want to hear it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, o Oklahoma 20, uh, Iowa state, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma 50, Iowa state 20, Oklahoma. It, that's the first 20 plus point spread that Matt Campbell's never covered in his career. Um, Oklahoma covers minus 20 and the, the over of 48 and a half hits that hit, uh, like it wasn't second. Oh no, it was second quarter. Wasn't it? Or was yeah, it, it was 40 to 20 at halftime. No, th 30, 20. Cause I was think it, it was supposed to be 23, was, 20. And then we had, I think the it was, turnover. I'm pretty sure it was 40 to 20 at halftime because it was 21 to 20. And then they scored yeah. 19 points in a matter of like two minutes. Well, it, either way, it, it, it felt like 40 because that, that was... Um, it, it, I think pretty sure it was 40 to 20 at half. I'm fucking box score. You you were right. Never mind. 40 to 20. Yeah, so that yeah. hit mid-second mid quarter. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. <sighs> that that was... um. I think the the one thing that, w that we should be just fine with is, again, how many freshmen are playing and how young are we? And we kept up... When, when it was the back and forth, we were doing just fine. Yep. And... 
I think the big the big thing, and I'm not going to blame one call as dictating this whole game, no. but you have to admit that the momentum really shifted. I think it was like 21-20 with four minutes or something, and we we had that um we had the defensive pass interference called on the player that got pulled down by his face mask. And then because his arm was around the Sooners uh, receiver's leg, that got called defensive. At that point, though, I mean, we, I think we were just gassed as well as. Uh, yeah. Again, we, we've, I think we need to come to realize this defense isn't as good as what we expected going into the year. Because, yeah. shocker, when you lose a, a first-round DN that can take a double team and create that pressure, not as um, not as good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the defense – Oh man, they gave up 27 to Oklahoma State and then 50 mm-hmm. to Oklahoma in back-to-back games. Um I mean, that's not what I think any Iowa State fan would be expecting this year. We'd expect, you know, cuz our offense is finally coming around. Mm-hmm. Like we were throwing punches with Oklahoma until halfway through the second quarter, uh big big chunk plays. And then the defense is just giving up even bigger chunk plays, which I didn't expect that. Didn't that. Shock me. I mean, yeah. Not only like Oklahoma State kind of showed where where to hit those spots. Now you yep. have better athletes and a better quarterback doing it. I mean, that's exactly what they should have done. Yeah, point. and and Iowa State's defensive line could not get any pressure on. Um, He's getting uh, the ball Gabe, so quick, Gabe, man. Gabriel is that was that his name? Yeah, Dylan Gabriel. I mean, he got the ball. And just eh, where's the where's the farthest guy running down the field? I'm chucking it up. He's gonna catch it. That's basically every freaking play. Like when they when he went back to pass, and as soon as he would just launch that ball, I'm just thinking it's gonna be a completion. Yeah, that's the it, way it went. That meme that's like fuck it, he's out there somewhere. And it's like shows Mahomes like like he's throwing it like an 80 degree angle. That that's what it was like all all, yeah. all game. Yeah, and. But, their receivers are out there and they were hoping good, good on them. Mm. Well, and I, I don't think our defense was as good as we expected. Oklahoma's defense is better than we expected. And, yep. and they had to change their mentality of shutting down in the second, just slowing it down. You, you know, there's absolutely no need. You need to put anything else on film for Texas or anything else in the second half. And like, let's get out of here uninjured. You know, JJ yep. got in. Um, I think Abu Sama had a, a good game. He had a couple clutch runs that kind of yeah. opened up. Were we even allowed to get some of those chunk plays? What's that? Sorry. Oh, I was just saying we, we're we're allowed to get some of these chunk plays because Abu Samo was getting to the outside and he actually got like I think it was like a that sixty yard run, forty or sixty. Yeah, he had a large run where all yep. of a sudden you couldn't just play play down and and not have to worry about runs. We we had a few moments like that, but yeah, um, when when Iowa State's getting chunk plays from the quarterback and the wide receivers, that opens that up. And mm-hmm. uh, Abu Sama had a pretty good game. I think Cartavius Norton had a pretty good run as well. Mm-hmm. Um, good to see him back. Uh, when he was in a sling on the sideline in the second half of the Oklahoma State game, that kind of worried me. But uh, no, he's back, had a good run. But yeah, that opens that up. Uh, so I think Iowa State keep throwing that ball. That yeah, will open I, up the running game, which has been absolutely god awful. I, I think at this point we got to do that with that line until we get uh, Remsburg is back after this game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that's actually a pretty good segue. We're getting Remsburg back after this game because he took the plea agreement. 
Um, they have a couple of these uh, Cyclones that didn't take plea agreements. And I don't know if you've read this trend, but apparently uh, there's a little d- dirty uh, dirty pool being played by the state here. So if, if yeah. you're underneath a rock, DCI has an investigation versus our two universities. Had a bunch of players suspended. A lot of them took plea deals and what everyone expected. Well, one of the players, um, Hanukkah, didn't take a plea agreement. Um, oh, goodness. Isaiah Lee didn't take a plea agreement. And then the DN for the Broncos, uh, um, I, I, a Wazarike. Thank you. Um, he didn't. And they yeah. have lawyers involved. And all of a sudden, they're asking for discovery on how they discovered it. Well, what's coming out is that the state illegally acquired the GPS positions of certain usernames. So it wasn't just a blind, hey, we're going to get a warrant and then we're going to do the you know, research and then find it. And then it's investigated. They did all the research and they, and they kind of go up to these sports books, which I think everything is news. It is. If the state's going to go, Hey, something illegal is going on. They're going to give the information without, you know, the, the, the sports book is not going to be the one that's going to draw the line. Yeah. Well, the state went in, got all the usernames illegally, excuse me, illegally searched it. Then they had their case and then posted it. I mean, I think the state's going to look real fucking stupid soon enough. And just as well with that, um, the newest news from the NCA side of it, after all of the punishment has been divvied out, now all of a sudden it's going, they are uh, lessening the punishment. If you're, uh, unless you're uh, betting your own sport and your own team, it's going to lessen the punishment for everyone involved. So Iowa schools were basically the guinea pigs and everyone else Mm -hmm. gets off. Not as, not scot-free, but it's going to be a lot easier than... These kids whose careers might have been ruined. They're going to get off scot-free because they're not going to do the investigations in other states. Yeah. Well, and especially with like what's going on with the state, if they if they really hammer it home, what what kind of state, other state DCI are, uh, are gambling ring is going to go, hey, let's just really muddy the waters and get ourselves in here and yep. let's see what happens. Yeah, for sure. With the NIL, some of these kids got money now, man. Like that. That you don't think they're going to see what happened with with three of these guys that didn't take a plea agreement and all of a sudden fought back and now they have a legit case and might, I mean, like I said, they, with with, with um with, with who's the Broncos guy again? Say his name. Inea Wazarike. You know, with him, he's got a legit. He was a rookie. That could be millions of his career out. Same thing with Hanukkah. Deck. Well, the the kids who took pleas can, but you know, Hanukkah. He didn't. Lee. I mean, those kids have legit, those are career enders, and all of a sudden, state might be fucked, you know? Yeah, and it was uh, Awazarike's um, lawyer that kind of flipped this around and it's like, okay, now we're coming after you. So yeah. it was his lawyer that that flipped this thing. And I, like I said, I, I really hope... Uh, I really hope someone comes of it. Like I said, I think they need to show the money that was wasted to us taxpayers... Because if I'm going to be paying, you know, taxes for some shit, it better not be going some stupid shit like that. That is, you, you know, w- what was accomplished? Absolutely yeah. nothing. Exactly. You know? So, anyways, that 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 one, I we'll, we'll kind of cover it more with our expert journalism over here. You know, just that's right. We will get it. to the bottom of this. We will. We will. That's right. Um, just to get our anger out of the way, man. Iowa. Sneaks another one out, man. Iowa 26, Michigan State 16. Michigan did cover 12 and a half when we had the spread at that at uh, our last pod, and then the over of 36 and a half hits. I think it was actually close closer to like nine and a half, ten. But 
still, Iowa pulled it out. They had a late uh, punt return by uh, Cooper. And uh, uh, Deacon Hill, I, I mean, he was the backup. I don't I don't know if he's going to be great. He was kind of looking a little bit better than, than uh, Cade McNamara was. And I think yeah. Cade's just been injured this whole year, but yeah, me this game, uh, just a little bit of it. We were busy Saturday with, uh, we went to the South Dakota state game and trying to catch some of the Iowa state game. So, uh, didn't get much of this, saw a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so this backup quarterback that's in, um, I think the ceiling is just the same. Like they're still going to win nine games just because McNamara did nothing. Mm -hmm. So this guy can do nothing and they can still win that many games, which as an Iowa state fan disgusts me. (laughs) I think he's going to do more. I mean, mean, you're going to open up where they had a couple like quarter, like tush pushes that went like four yards. Because the kids, the kids basically a small lineman that's yeah. rushing up the middle with them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is some account, and this has to be high school numbers, but they're like tush push. Jalen Hurts squats six hundred pounds, and they're like, they're like, is like his number six three two sixty squats three fifty five. I was like, that doesn't sound like a lot for a D one athlete. I, I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> guessing it's more. Me and Joey were saying, we're like, didn't we squat more than that in high school? He's like, yeah, but we're also a foot shorter than him. It's like, well, true, you know. <laughs> you, you have you have about eight less inches that you have to haul that haul that weight up. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cooper Dijon uh, returns that punt in the fourth quarter and gets that interception. Um, Brian Ference, he better go. <laughs> find Phil Parker and LeVar Woods and kiss them right on the mouth. Yeah. I mean, if it weren't for those guys, the defensive coordinator and the special teams coordinator, again, as an Iowa State fan, it disgusts me because I am so freaking jealous that they can win these games. Um, It's crazy. It's just like the, the, it's like the cherry on top that they add on everything. Um, because yeah, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I think, I think, and again, I think it looks good. I think if they keep winning, it just makes our loss look even better. But I mean, they're going to stumble into nine wins. The The biggest yeah. ones are going to be, I, I mean, probably Wisconsin. You just have to, with the talent, even if it's a new coach with fickle, I mean, Minnesota maybe is the toughest game coming up for them, but, but I mean, it's like, you also have the thing. It's like Fleck has always choked that game away. So until I see it, that's another Iowa win. They take yeah. Rosedale home. And wasn't it Minnesota that just got beat by Northwestern? So I mean, I don't see them being much of a challenge. I don't know. They can't be that good if they're getting beat by Northwestern. So I can't imagine. Though, you know, David, who is usually on this podcast, was there mm-hmm. Dude, that, when that punt return happened in the fourth quarter. Like, oh, that dude, I bet that was. Too freaking electric you know like i, I don't know that was, I that think was awesome. he might have been he was either the farthest corner away or he was because it was a corner on his side of the the end zone i think he might have been in the corner that was that it was coming towards yeah dude that that would have been awesome i'm yeah. jealous of that man so i didn't i wasn't able to update the ticker at the bottom but uh the for the points per game tracker the road to 325 that he's not gonna hit uh he's currently averaging 22.2 points a game 
19.4 by the offense because they've had 14 points scored by the defense and uh, uh, that with two t- touchdowns and a safety. Yep. I don't count any of the field goals. Even though one of their field goals they scored was on a drive that went negative five yards this game. God. I mean, that's the thing where it's just like, if I was an Iowa fan, I would absolutely love it. As a state fan, I just... I just, just yeah. Just... Yep. For sure. Just fucking terrible. But um, I would say that I, I have nothing more. I, I don't want to keep shitting on them because, again, they yeah. won, we lost, whatever. Yeah. But yep. um, let me see here. Uh, <laughs> we were talking a little bit Kirby Smart. And, 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 again, I think they're slowly realizing the SEC isn't as good as this year. I mean, I think the Pac-12 has really jumped up. SEC is a bit down. Big Ten is exactly where it needs to be. But Kirby Smart's starting to pump up those numbers, talking about uh, every team should be ranked in the SEC, he says, because uh, no one, even ranked opponents in other conferences, wouldn't want to play our teams, you know? Mm, even uh, Vanderbilt, I mean, huh? <laughs> Vanderbilt's got them got worried here. I have a list here of, you know, every team should be ranked in the SEC. Here's some of the non-con power, uh, power five losses they have. Florida lost to Utah. Alabama lost to Texas, Arkansas lost to BYU, LSU lost to Florida State, AM lost to Miami, Vanderbilt lost to UNLV and Wake Forest. Oh my god. South Carolina lost to, uh, to North Carolina. Who the fuck does he think this conference is that they that they deserve everyone ranked in? Sadly, I think we had the same conversation last year because it sparks from why the fuck is 3 and 2 LSU ranked? Yeah, and they're all going to get a cupcake game here in about four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, it. yeah, no, nobody wants to play us except for the teams that beat all of us in the non-conference. I don't, okay, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's just so frustrating because, like, you know how bad it is for, for me personally? I almost want to bring back the BCS where it is no, bi- like, no bias, you know, personnel uh th- that are just voting these these voters just bring in a computer yeah you know so, some of the early projections now the the bcs usually came out like week eight because it needed enough data to like produce good numbers after week four someone ha- has the uh formula or whatever where like with bcs would be right now miami would be number one so the mm-hmm. bcs isn't perfect either four weeks in but yeah. you, you know he didn't have two lost teams in the top 25 yeah, LSU sitting at 23 at 3 and 2. They lost 10 spots. And it, all that does, they play Missouri Saturday. All that does is it puts them in a position to move back up. Because I feel like if they had dropped them out, it would have been harder to put them back in when they beat Missouri. But mm-hmm. they're already in now, so they can move back up. Yeah. But, I mean, Missouri, they're 5-0. and oh, They're ranked 21. I, who knows? Maybe they'll beat LSU, too. I don't see it happening, but it it could. And and that's fine. If, if, if Missouri is 5-0, and oh, they're 5-0. and oh. They beat people in front. Yep. When you lose 40% of your games, and, and Joey was right, you got to look at competition, too, because Maryland's not ranked either, and they play dog shit competition. But you yep. know what they've done? Is they're 5-0, and oh, and they haven't played with their food, and they've won every single game. Yeah. Yeah. So I I agree with uh, Matthews is putting your BCS uh, with the playoffs uh, is going to be, it would be the perfect formula. I agree. You know, if you had to have certain tie-ins where it was, you know, conference champs, I think they're still going to do the one G five champ and then 
you, you know, the at-larges. The at-larges get too much at play, I think. It, it'll be interesting that first year when it comes up because you're going to have a lot of SEC Big Ten teams that have kind of cannibalized each other that they think should get in over these, you know, the 12-1 and Duke. You, you know, some of these teams that are out of, you know, that should be in, but they're going to have real conversations why a 9-3 and Alabama deserves to get in. So mm-hmm. I, that's where it's almost... I wish it was still around just as like a factor of like, Hey, here's the human factor. Here's the computer. Can we find somewhere in, in the middle? Because I, I just think these biases, we as big 10, uh, big 12 fans. We bitch about it every year. I think deservedly, but we just cry baby pee pants about like, no one respects the big 12 or Kansas state when, when they've been good or any of the teams that are basically not the brand names, Oklahoma, Texas. And it's, it is just that much tougher to get into the playoffs when, it's supposed to be expanding to give the little guy a shot. Yep. Now, now we're not saying the 25th ranked uh, Iowa State, if they somehow pulled it out, deserves. It still needs to be a top 12, 14 team, depending on how yeah. it breaks down. But the point is to like get variety. Because remember, we're all sick of Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, being the only four teams that basically get the chance. Yep. And yeah, I was, so I was looking at the rankings here and Kentucky at five and one or five and oh, they played Georgia this week. They're at 20. Yep. Now they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. And if they, you know, lose to another SEC team, Georgia, do you think that the committee drops them out of the top 25 or think they just like, oh, we'll just move them down three? Like after they get beat by 50 this weekend? Mm-hmm. Well, remembered uh, well actually shit it, it just changed uh it just changed last uh week but georgia was one of the teams that had that had won all the games but never covered a spread so yeah. i don't think kentucky's gonna be that bad because i i think carson beck is is good i don't know if he's gonna be able to dominate them good you know yeah <laughs> sorry matthew can't uh can't respect the Big 12 and they lose to Mizzou. I yeah, I I'll, I'll agree with that. I, this is just hypothetical, man. Um but uh yeah, I I I think Kentucky drops out. You want know why? Cuz Kentucky's a basketball school. So they're going to drop Kentucky out. It, you know, I it, it's real I, it just feels like it's more like if you're a good football team and there's a brand, I I don't know, man. You, you just I I kind of like watching college uh, poll tracker that tells you mm-hmm. what reporters vote for yep. what. And you just see some of these numbskulls that are just like, oh, oops, I put in Arizona State instead of Arizona. Or, oops, you know, I kept LSU at 20 this week because I forgot they lost. Like, I don't know. If, if that's yeah. the quality we're going to have, maybe we they either need to push it out a day so everyone can watch games or get new people in because some of those voters are just terrible. So speaking of good teams beating basketball schools and the basketball school dropping Ooh. out. Um, what a tie-in there. So <laughs> resident Texas fan Torres here. I, I got a call from him. Mm-hmm. I got a call from him like first thing Sunday. So this was hot off the oh, press. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Texas beat Kansas. Kansas, they fall out. They're not for real. Well, they didn't mm-hmm. have the quarterback either. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that. Go, go ahead, though. So, is Texas back? Are they? No. <laughs> nope. Not back. They are not back. And again, Torres, he will uh, let me know when they are. And 
as you can see in this picture here, he's all decked out in Texas with the Longhorn polo, the bucket hat. He's got the Beats by Dre boombox in the golf cart here. Oh, my Lord. I mean. He's got a little bit of everything. He does. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a huge Texas fan, so I figure, I mean, hey. every other Texas fan saying they're back. He's saying they're not, so I got to take it from him. Well, I'm going to agree with him because here's the list of the quarterbacks that Texas has faced so far this year where they've been and, – and they've been dominating like they should. Mm -hmm. They've faced three-time transfer, JT Daniels. They've faced Alabama's worst quarterback in 15 years. That I think that's an exaggeration. I also think that's kind of true, man, because – the, the I mean he got he's been benched since that game he's back yep. but he's at least been benched um he's they've played Wyoming's backup and they struggled to get the lead until the fourth Baylor's backup and we've seen Baylor this year and then KU's backup that put up the best fight but again not not a excuse me not Jalen Daniels or Jane Dan I I get the names mixed up but anyways um they haven't played a true quarterback and that's going to change this weekend when they play Gabriel now. Yeah. I would say I really am struggling on this one because I think we have a recency bias of just watching the whole Oklahoma game. Yeah, but I, I don't know that, that that's going to be the best game of the weekend easily. You know? Yeah, yeah. So between these two teams, one of them's going to get a loss here, and yeah. I think that it's going to be them two in the Big Twelve championship. And that's right now, it's be looking, yeah, fucking unbear unbearable. It's just going to be two SEC teams in the Big 12 championship, and it's going to be terrible. As long as it boosts the Big 12 ratings and we get the money from it, that's fine. Whatever. Yep, sure. They're, they're gone <laughs> next year. Um, <laughs> I, th this is going to be out of left field here, but speaking of Oklahoma, they, they posted this stat on the Iowa State broadcast, and I just sunk in my chair and just put my, my hand in my face because I was so embarrassed by this one. The best win percentage all time of one program versus another. I, I don't know if this is power five or not, but um, in fi in fifth place, as we talked about what Iowa State's was, but in fifth place, Notre Dame versus Navy. Notre Dame has a eighty five over eighty five percent winning percentage. Michigan Indiana, Michigan has eighty five point nine. Notre Dame was eighty five point six. Ohio State over Minnesota, they won eighty six point eight percent of the time. Oklahoma Iowa State. <laughs> has won 90.9% of the time. The only worst all-time record is Oregon versus Idaho, and it's 91.5. It's it's less than – it's almost half a percent. So it's not, not the worst yes. win percent. Just imagine, if we hadn't had Campbell and won two games, it would it'd be the worst oh, of yeah. all time. Yep. That is <laughs> incredibly bad, man. Uh, so good bad. riddance. Get the boomers out of here. I'm ready for <laughs> for BYU and, and Utah and Arizona State. That those are the true Big Twelve teams. Yeah. Get out of God here! God damn it! <laughs> oh shit! Well, well, let, let's get on to next week's game. So I don't want to go uh, carry on too much this week here. Whoa, whoa! Speak, speak about whoa, this whoa, past whoa. weekend's game. Oh, we got one. We got one. Let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. FCS baby. Oh, yeah, shit. I apologize. I meant to bring this up here. Who who played, Trent? My South Dakota State Jackrabbits. I went mm -hmm. to the game in Brookings. Yep. And uh, South Dakota State beat North Dakota, the number 11 team in the nation, 42-21. Uh, to 21. It was more like 
42 to seven. There were a couple garbage time touchdowns in there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I hadn't, I haven't been to a college football game since the Iowa state doesn't take a knee debacle in Manhattan, Kansas. That was the last game I was at. Uh, great atmosphere sold out, obviously, you know, reigning Mm -hmm. national champions, number one in the nation. Um, the stadium holds about 20,000 people. Yeah. I, I mentioned it to Katrina on the way home. I was like, that was so enjoyable. Um, it wasn't like, you know, going to an Iowa state game or an Oklahoma game or whatever, where there's 70,000 people there, you have to park two miles away. Um, Mm -hmm. it was great. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, beer sales in the stadium. So I got me a Fernson brewing ears up Jack rabbits beer. Enjoyed a couple of those during the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a great experience, uh, being at this little or, you know, smaller, uh, stadium. It was, it was awesome. Um, now that being said, South Dakota state's number one, North Dakota fighting Hawks, not North Dakota state. They yeah. got beat by the USD Coyotes on Saturday, by the way. Um, so just the difference between number one and number 11 in FCS, mm-hmm. there's a difference in those 10 rankings. You could just tell South Dakota State was bigger, stronger, more. To- oh, there's the ears up by Fernson. Yes. Um, a little bit more. Is that- oh, yeah. Delicious beer. Um you you could just tell that there was a talent gap. Uh, the guy the the players are bigger. Um, South Dakota State they just ran the ball up the middle all day and ended up with like mm-hmm. 250 yards rushing. So, um, yeah, it, it it was it was fun. Uh, glad I went and I would love to go back, but every game sold out because real quick because the the game was on ESPN Plus and I had mm-hmm. it on kind of on my iPad on the side. Did you notice any big delays due to TV timeouts and stuff? There were, there were a lot. I mm-hmm. I feel like even at that level, and even just being on ESPN Plus and not like a network, um, yeah, there there were some TV timeouts and they were kind of lengthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's the big thing, and I was going to ask Dave the same thing about. Because probably the Iowa Michigan State game would have been the worst because you could feel it even on this side. It just <laughs> you, you know, you'd be. I was switching between the Iowa State and, and the Iowa game, and it would just. It was like it felt like every time I changed the NBC, it was a commercial, or it, there was not football being yeah. played. Is all I'm getting at. Um, there was one time I was. It, it was uh, okay. Michigan State's punting, and I changed the channel one like when it was fourth down. They were getting ready to punt, so I could watch Iowa State. Iowa State shit the bed, and it was a couple big chunk Oklahoma plays. I didn't want to see the touchdown changed back to NBC about like in real time. It felt like four to five minutes and I would already three and out and punted again. Yeah. It, it was... it's... <laughs> yeah. It, it did get kind of lengthy. Now the game South Dakota state ran the ball. That's all yeah. they, they didn't need to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game went fairly quick in that aspect. I think the first half, like they went in the halftime. I like took out my phone and look, I was like, I think the game started at two. I was like, it's like three twenty-seven. Yeah, 
just because they ran the ball all day. Holy hell. So that is a fast game, then, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Matthews, why do the Dakotas own the FCS? Nothing else that. to do out there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Football. We're the SEC of the FCS. Yeah. <laughs> See, he always makes fun of Iowans because there's nothing to do in Iowa. Now imagine small town Iowa. That's just the big cities in, in the Dakotas. We can even talk shit about that, I feel. Excuse me? Yeah, I'll talk some shit. Little Brandon up there. I, I can. Excuse looks me? like New York City. We have like the number one ranked wrestler in the nation right here in Brandon. What weight? Heavyweight. Okay. He hasn't committed yet because he's being looked at for football too, but I'm guessing he'll end up going to Iowa for wrestling, if I had to guess. Yeah. Why, not, um, why not both? Probably could. Uh, he is if he wins the national or if he wins the state championship this year, he's a senior, I believe. Mm. He will be like the third or fourth wrestler to win six state championships. Like he, yeah, he won a state championship when he was in seventh grade. Oh, okay, there we. Go. I was like, how does that? No, that makes sense. In high school. Yeah, the high. So he's won six state titles. Five right now, and it'll be the third, third or fourth. All, like nation or in the state all time in South Dakota in South Dakota. Yeah. That'd be interesting to know how many six time state champions there's overall. Cause like you, you also got to balance out that like Iowa is predominantly very good at wrestling. So there's not gonna be a lot of junior high kids that can compete at the high school level, you know? Yeah. Like that's just how dominant this guy is. Huh? Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Joey, look up the stats when you listen to this and, and let me and Trent know yeah. how we're thinking about it. Yeah. And yeah, you just say, Brandon, we also have uh, Sioux Falls, like the I nicest city in the United States. They don't have any freight up there. That's all my truck drivers tell me. So if you get I see TMC, phone, I see TMC trucks every once in a while. You just watch drive, it. Driving empty. We don't got nothing up there, man. <laughs> you see those empty flatbeds going by Brandon yeah. on the interstate. So, so if you could book more freight, that'd be appreciated up there, man. Well, you know, if, as a nuclear medicine technologist, I'll see what I can find. Hey, you can, <laughs> if, if it's a pile of dog shit, as long as it pays well, we'll haul it for you. You know, Do you have to strap it down? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we'll do. <laughs> if Ryan were on here, he'd be talking about the Black Hills. Does Iowa have the Black Hills? What's that? Said if Ryan was on here, he'd be talking about the Black Hills. Oh yeah. D does Iowa have that? No, we do, we in fact do not. You don't we, have a hill. We have the hills of Denison and Schleswig, though. If you've been out there, that's quite a bit of a. Or Boone. That's quite a bit. Ski down in Boone. <laughs> True. Yeah, we have the one hill with all the fake snow on it all the time. <laughs> yeah. We have like two big hills in the state, so. Mm -hmm. So you're fact you're 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 in fact correct. We do not have hills. I apologize. We have mountains. They're just as far away in South Dakota as you can get from where I live. Yeah, literally like five hours. Well, just if you wait until we put up uh put some faces on the side of a hill, you're you're done for as a state. Mount Mount Rushmore. What is all people would say? Who who you put? So Iowa. Who you putting on Iowa's Mount Rushmore? Let's hear it. From the state of Iowa. I don't know any Iowa legend. Uh, you probably got to put Dan Gable up there, at least. Ronald Reagan? <sighs> Ronald, was he from Iowa? Well, he was born in Iowa. Yeah. Sure, we'll claim him. Why not? All right. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good jokey one, but I can't. 
I'm trying to think of anyone from Iowa State that like stayed it like from the state of Iowa. Yeah. You can put Seneca Wallace on there. Doesn't matter if he's not Josie there. Jewel. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! I'm trying to even think. It. You know, we'll put Brock Purdy up there too. He's not from the state, but he he's made enough of a difference. If he keeps doing what he's doing, it might be up there. Kid, kid's undefeated in the regular. The kid is undefeated in every game he has started and finished. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, like, it, it's funny hearing all the Iowa State fans that, like, their professional team, tip, unless you're, like, a Chiefs fan, too, then it's you, you kind of have the balance. Like, the Iowa State and Vikings fans and Bears fans and kind of Green Bay fans right now, all of them are just like, Brock Purdy, please save my weekend. Because, like, every other team yep. just – just dog shit. We can't root for the, because the the Jets are bad too. So yeah, I I was thinking about that the other day. Now the Jets, and when they lose, it's not just because, oh, they're bad. Like it doesn't hurt because they're bad and they have all these Iowa State players. It's because if it weren't for Brock Purdy, Iowa State wouldn't have been what they were those four years. So like to me, you know, I'm such a big Iowa State fan, huge Brock Purdy fan, you know, the Vikings have lost three games this year. I think it would hurt worse to me if the 49ers lost just because of Brock Purdy. I honestly do. I, I'm not, I am not joking. If Brock Purdy lost, like that's going to hurt worse to me than the Vikings just because the Vikings have already lost three times. And I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, eh, how are we going to screw this up? Like yeah. it's the nut cup effect, you know, like how are we going to do this? We're going to get kicked in the nuts somehow being a Vikings mm-hmm. fan. So, yeah, it, I think it's going to hurt worse when Brock loses. And it's going to happen. I mean, but, hell, by it could the way, happen this uh, week. By the way, Niners have scored 30 points every game this season. So, take 30-plus as your your uh, team total versus the Cowboys. They lost to the Cardinals. They're, they're, they're not going to beat the, the Niners, man. Niners have too many weapons. Yeah. So, over – 29 and a half points for team total of 49ers printing money. I'm getting, I'm giving it to everyone for free here. It's your best bet right there. Where's uh, what's his name? Don play. Hey, Don, he's always he looking for bets. Here, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's move on to the Iowa game. If you don't mind. Purdue yeah, we kind of, we kind of got off there. Oh, so. you're, you're good. <laughs> Purdue plus two at Iowa over under 38 and a half. I'm going to be shocked the next time an Iowa game has an over-under of over 40 points. It's going to be amazing. Like, like they're going to – I think Iowa fans will legit celebrate when the over-under hits over 40 and you finally – they start respecting the offense. But yeah, um, th- this is where this new money has got to suck a little bit. This game is at 2.30 and only on Peacock. I mean, I guess it's the same as like ESPN Plus, but I feel like ESPN Plus is kind of like if you got Hulu or if you're in a UFC, you kind of got ESPN Plus already. This is exclusively, hey, here's a brand new streaming service that you have to have. And unless you are Joey and love the office and have Peacock, I, I feel like this is one of the smaller players in the streaming services right now. Yeah, I've, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is is, so is it when it's on Peacock, is it only on? So like this weekend, it was streaming so, or well, when it's on NBC, it is also streaming on Peacock. This one exists exclusively because NBC's not going to show it. It's only on Peacock. Okay. Well, 
So, I mean, I, I'm going to assume, I don't know when Notre Dame plays what time. I'm going to assume Notre Dame plays at that time. Uh, okay, you're probably right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Notre Dame still has like the whole NBC yeah. rights thing, you know. I guess it kind of depends because they're playing 20 at 25 Louisville. Maybe they're going to be on ESPN or something. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I honestly, I think with this one, Purdue, they've had their kind of ups and downs this year. I think the next easiest bet is just going to be Iowa covering. I think with, with Deacon Hill, with a new quarterback that, no offense, proved that he could at least throw the tight ends. And he's, I don't, I didn't, ch- I didn't know, notice his mobility or anything. He's a bigger guy. And I know we can do the, the, uh, tush pushes if we mm-hmm. need to. I, I just think with having a new face in there and Brian now realizing he's on the backup quarterback, sadly, I think that's going to force him to kind of let it rip, if you will, and just get something going on this offense. Cause this will probably be a game. I, I have this weird feeling that, that Iowa is going to score a defensive touchdown again this week. We, we actually called that last week. If you remember, we were talking about Michigan state and I'm like, this feels like the weekend where they get a defensive score because mm-hmm. you know, we've been shitting on the offense so much, but this feels like another game where the defense yep. scores again. Yeah, I agree. Um, and again, Brian Ferentz is going to be – I think he'll be saved by it again. If it weren't for that special teams play last week, they would have lost. Yeah. I, I think he'll be saved by it again. And Yeah, because, I, I mean, they hadn't proved they could really drive the ball at that point. I know at the end of the game when it was kind of given up when they got the field goal, but – yeah, I, I don't know. I feel so like on, this thing's going to be pretty on, well. On, yeah, on two guys named Chris on uh, Iowa Everywhere. Yeah. You know, Chris Hassel, a huge Hawkeye fan, and he th- he said that why would they kick it to him there, that punt? Yeah. Why? Kick yep. that thing out of bounds. Iowa ain't moving the ball. You're you're going to – Iowa would have lost that game. Yeah. If, he just, if that punter kicks that out of bounds. We're not saying Deshaun Cooper is uh, Deshaun or, or Dijon Cooper Dijon. is not Deshaun Jackson, but like that was like the only thing that could like Michigan State hadn't done anything to prove like yeah our special teams can get this done our defense can get it done you, you just shit the bed you know mm-hmm. and that's sadly I think we're not having your head coach there because he's too busy getting up to everything else in the off season. I think that's where the head coach being gone really come comes out to shine. Like, hey, we absolutely just screwed this one. Yep. Oh, Cooper Dijon. There you go. Sam. Now he's the, on it. Like Dijon mustard. Yeah. Cooper yeah. Dijon mustard. Sorry that that that's where we need to have these Iowa fans here to correct us. They're normal. I know. So yep. get mad, get mad at Joey and Dave here, guys. We yeah, not us. I'm more worried about the Cooper on Iowa State's team. That, that DB. That, that the player. better defensive back. You got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know that Purdue actually leads the all-time series on this? They lead really? Iowa 50-40-3, to 40 to 3, but Ferentz is 12-8 and 8 versus Purdue, 2-4 and 4 the last six years. Yeah, wasn't uh, was it two years ago that Iowa's ranked number two in the nation in that wide receiver just goes off for like 200 yards on them. And wasn't it that wasn't it Purdue? And well, it was, I'm trying to think of that. Cause I was right. <laughs> I was down in Missouri, hanging out with Joey that day and hanging next to an Iowa fan during that massacre was not a fun time. They, like, he wasn't like super upset. Like how could this happen? Like he wasn't yeah. shocked. It was just like, just a bad day. 
Yeah. Come on. I bet Sam Sam Bricker remembers. Sam well, was the guy that broke your guys' heart. Yeah. Come on. Wide receiver for Purdue. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if I remember, he had like 200 yards that game. Yeah. If it was like 250. I don't see that happening this week. I really don't. I, I was going to win. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be free money. You put Iowa to cover two right now. I, I mean, I, I don't see how they don't. Purdue has not been great. And, so 20 to 18, roughly over under on that. Because Purdue plus two. Yeah. Charlie Jones, that was it. I, oh, yeah. he actually he had the return touchdown for the Bengals, I think. Oh, it was, it was there was a penalty on it, but Did, yeah, he, he's on the Bengals now. Yeah, didn't he have other like huge games that year against other big team, highly ranked teams, if I remember right? I think he played well versus Syracuse. I can't remember the other games that he they played, but I said highly ranked teams, Bryant. Hey, Syracuse went bowling last year. They were highly ranked until they ran into the the, the freight train that was Clemson at Clemson, and they only lost. No, that was never mind. That wasn't the year they lost by one. They they beat handily. I had to go there. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a little sensitive about my orange men. It's our orange, yeah. not orange men. Um, they got canceled a few years ago because it was gendered fruit. So we can't uh, gendered fruit. We're not orange men. We're orange. Come on, orange people. Yeah, orange. <laughs> so. Well, that, don't you can't say that because I mean the last president we had, he was kind of oh orange. no, jeez, <laughs> he was an orange man. He's That's orange why they man. changed it. Yeah. Shit. Uh, TCU. Six and a half point favorite at Iowa State over under 52 and a half. That's shockingly large from what we've seen in the past. Yeah. Uh, seven o'clock on the big old FS2 network. At least we're not on the cock. Oh, true. Yeah, we're, we're not <laughs> we're not on the cock. We cannot be found exclusively on the cock. Yeah. Some people will be able to find this on their regular cable. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. The 52 and a half, that does seem a little high now that Iowa State has proven that they can score. Yeah. I don't know if that plays into this. Uh, TCU, six and a half. I'm kind of surprised it's that low. Um, oh, I'm surprised yeah, I was going to say, I thought you were saying you were shocked it was that high. I was like, really? That seems like almost free money to bet the over. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm, I'm talking about TCU, six and a half. I, I thought it'd be you know, double digits, you know, 10. Oh, I got I'm, I'm surprised the six and a half is that low, actually. 63% of the money is on TCU money line. It's about 50-50 on the spread who covers it. Uh, the total, 83% of the population has the under of, uh, of 52 and a half. Wow. The line has gone up three points since it came out. Really? And considering that TCU, let's see here. They've had a game where they scored 87 total points versus Colorado, 50 total points versus Houston, 51 total points SMU, and 47 total points in West Virginia. If we don't hit an over, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we put up 20 real quick against Oklahoma and then didn't do anything the rest of the game. I, yeah. I think Iowa State can score. Mm -hmm. on this defense. I, I really do. Um, but can't take the foot off the gas. Hopefully they can keep up with them. I mean, the betting geniuses must think they can, or else, you know, it wouldn't be 
six and a half. Well, and I, and I know Colorado is way more prolific offense as well, but I feel like we're going to have a better defense than them. I don't know. Between that, it's Jack Trice day. I, I, and, and I think a lot of these yeah. kids, I hope they remember that shellacking they got last year down in Fort Worth. I think all that combined, I'm going to continue putting on my Iowa State cap shocker, but I think Iowa State wins this one by at least a touchdown. I hope you're right. So, I, I mean, well, because if we can break off those runs like, with Abu Sama, whoever's yeah. honestly it doesn't matter who the running, if we can at least get a couple runs, get that relief where they, they yeah. aren't just bringing the heat every single time, well, we're going to be just fine. Our, our, our Higgins, Higgins and Noel have proven to be very good receivers that can get into the wide open space and have and have the speed to break away. We, yep. we just got to have that time. Yep. Um, I know that Brommer, uh, Easton Dean hasn't been too involved in the passing game from what I've seen, but that Brommer has been doing pretty well. He's been getting a few uh, snags. Yeah. I mean, they've been really uh, high on the tight ends this year. Uh, they've, some people say this is the most talented tight end room that they've had, which is kind of surprising, but mm. Yeah, with Charlie Kohler and Chase yeah. Allen. And I don't know how, but that's what, you know, these coaches are really high on these guys. Um, and I don't know, with this whole, before two games ago, when they were just pound the ball, pound the ball, pound the ball, they would have three tight end sets, but they were just in there to run the ball. So yeah. I don't know, but I'd like to see him get more involved in the passing game. I was just looking down the list. I forgot Daniel Jackson as well. He had a huge game versus a uh, um, versus Oklahoma State. I, I mean, we we got three legit receivers that have that have two hundred plus yards. Let's spread the ball out. I'm hoping that's going to be enough, especially for a defense that allows all those points. If we can get them confused and we can get a couple stops, I know this defense as much as we shit on them should be able to do. I, I think we're going to be just fine, man. Yeah. So. I would so probably would that, bet the over two. I think it's gonna. It's probably gonna be a shootout this whole game. Yeah. So what would that be? Fifty-two and a half at six and a half. That'd be like twenty, twenty-nine, twenty-three, ish. Thirty-one, twenty-three. No, it would be twenty-nine, twenty-three. Well, six, six and a half. Six yeah. to six and a half. So yeah, I, I mean. Yeah. So thirty. I, I, I could see the over hitting on this. Yeah. Oh, so is, Matthews is, get out of here. But yes, there is special uniforms. Jesus. Um, let me see here. I I'm just pulling up because we we've had a couple in the past that honestly looked fucking awful. Yeah. There we go. I love the helmets. Yeah, the, the Ames ones. The Ames script lettering helmets. I love those. Uh I actually they sold those at the uh local high V here. I uh bought one specifically it, it just the, the aims look so clean on it man is it a mini like, helmet or full size mini helmet oh if they were full size i'd be all in i'd be like go buy me one now fuck yeah but yeah i i love the aims the i will some people are saying we should replace our our jerseys with these ones i'm not gonna go that far but uh yeah i wouldn't either these They're, look a lot cleaner than the ones for i think from like 2012 they're cool for for a game yeah. Now the helmet. Keep the helmet. Yeah, I'd be all for the keeping the Ames helmet. Yes. Um, that would be sick with those black uniforms. The white Ames helmet. Have you noticed that they've put the the handwriting "I will" on the back mm -hmm. of their helmets all year? 
that's looked pretty legit too. Yep. So, so in case you hadn't seen it, those I would say those are the new Jack Trice uniforms we're going to wear. I'm assuming one time only. Sell sell the proceeds. I'm. That's you typically how they do those uh, those uniforms. Wear one time, sell it off to the rich donors, and then you know make our money's worth back from it. Unfortunately, I'm not one of those people. Yeah, yeah. If if I was, I would. Uh, yeah, I guess I just I wish I was. Um, this is going to be a long list here, so don't be intimidated here, Trent. But here's all the kind of ranked top games that I found over the weekend. Because the top first one I do want to uh, discuss: twelve Oklahoma, six and a half point underdog at number three Texas over under sixty. But uh, undefeated Maryland's twenty point underdog uh, at Ohio State. That'll be their first competition. Um, from the list here, do you have any game other than you know our two state teams? Um, is there any other one that you're for sure going to have to make room for in the schedule? Oklahoma, Texas, keep it in the big 12. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, this, we're going to get this game. They're both undefeated. Um, and then we're going to get this game again in the big 12 championship. I'm, I'm calling it now. So, uh, interested to see someone who steps up. Yeah, exactly. Nobody in the big 12 has, you know, who oddly enough is kind of stepping up right now. I don't know if he'll get them all the way there, but uh, West Virginia. I, I was going to say West Virginia, actually. Yeah. They've been sneaky decent this year out of <laughs> fucking left field. And, like, it, it proves that if you hire any any coach, you need to give them at least three years. Get, I mean, this is Neil Brown's fifth year, right? Yeah. Fourth or fifth? Yeah. Yeah. But How long has Holgerson been at Houston? Probably four years, yeah. I mean, four or five years. So I, I think this is year five for him. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but but shocker, you have a, you give a guy time to implement a system, get all of his players that he wants in there. You know, th- this is, you know, everyone's got to remember, this isn't like Dion where he could do it instantly and it was fine. You know, he's finally getting all his players and like any other coach, combating getting transfers to not leave West Virginia. And shocker, you know, trust the process. And all of a sudden the Mountaineers are actually looking pretty decent now. Yeah. Yeah. And weren't like, was that last year that that was Iowa State's only big 12 win. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was. <laughs> yeah. And now look where they're at. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I think Oklahoma wins. I don't know. I mean, they're going to, I don't know if they're going to, uh, win by a lot, but I think they beat Texas just because Texas, I don't know if you want to say they're playing with their food. They haven't proven that they can just pull away in there and they're going to dominate a team. Probably the only game they've done as Alabama, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Every other game they've kind of failed to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like the Kentucky at number one, Georgia, that just doesn't seem like a fun matchup. Cause it's, Georgia has struggled versus ever. I say struggled like they're winning, but it's not like I, I don't know. It, it just it seems like they they can kind of zombie walk through and they're going to be just fine. But yeah, and and now and I I get it. It's a a ranked opponent, but it's Kentucky. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's Kentucky. Yeah. I don't know. They yeah. they struggled versus Auburn last week, so may, maybe mm. there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, otherwise the, the only, the only other ones I would really, I don't know, 10, 10 Notre Dame at 25 uh, Louisville. I think Notre yeah. Dame covers that one. 
Louisville looked awful versus North Carolina State, and they, they're 5-0. They're one of these teams I should, I'm saying rah-rah, we should rank. But guess what? They lose the next week like they will versus Notre Dame. You can take them back out. That's fine. But you're rewarding the teams that actually win and, and with the teams on their schedule and everything else. Uh, the only other one, I, I kind of want to see the Fre- – I haven't watched a lot of Fresno State this year. I, I They decimated Arizona State a couple weeks ago. Like, yep. to a point where I was like, I wanted to stay up at one to watch more football. And I saw that score. I was like, I'm done. I don't need to watch the rest of this game. <laughs> I was actually yeah. just going to ask, is this one of those late night games that we can just turn on mm-hmm. when we're going to bed? It's just a game on. Those are yep. the perfect ones, man. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. You know what? I haven't seen many. Uh, well, shit, I forgot there's the wildfires out there. I, haven't seen, I was going to say, I haven't seen any Hawaii games. Are they still playing this year? I'm assuming. I we might have to do some research on that because yeah. usually that's the Hawaii game. You, you know they're like either just starting kickoff, or you know it's still super early into the game. Uh, yeah. Let's see your schedule. They're Maybe they've seven. been playing all road games in the continental United States, so they haven't been late. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're playing San Diego State at home starting at 10 p.m. tonight, so we'll finally get our Hawaii game late, late to- in the evening tonight. No, 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 Saturday. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Did I you am... see that tonight is the last night of no football for the next 50 days? No, yesterday was. Tonight there's football. Oh, there is? Okay, so yeah. So tonight's yeah. the first night of football for the next 50 days. I'm fucking stoked for it, man. I'm so stoked I got the under of 49 and a half in the new New Mexico State Florida International game. I got ten whole dollars on that thing. Oh man. Oh, it's it just one of these things. Someone like the the reason I I I went on that game, man. I look at both of those teams. They're like eight and two in the unders, and they're five games apiece. And it's like New Mexico State uh, has it's like the slowest tempo in the country. I was like, someone could make that up. I'm not even looking at the facts, but I go, sounds good. I'm hitting that under. And yeah, so who, far, it's winning me money. Now yeah. it's who's going to study uh, New Mexico State? Yeah. Well, Real quick, what's their mascot? Uh, I oh, the Aggies. Yep, there you go. Yeah, so I can see it. Um, Florida International. Florida International. Are they like the Panthers or something like that? Yeah. Holy shit! You you watch these games? I'm good. Flo- uh, New Mexico State. Who is their coach? Big name guy. Uh, Jerry Rock? Kill. Jerry oh. Kill, isn't it? I, it was. I'm, I'm gonna trust you. It was last year, the year before. I gotta look Jerry Kill up. Yeah, because I I know he's kind of been jumping around. Um, yeah. I'm getting it pulled up here. Sorry. New Mexico State, 2022 to present. There we go. Yeah. Jerry Kill, hell of a guy, eating ice cream I, on the snowy sidelines. That's what I'm he's big, best known for. Big Jerry Kill fan when he was at Minnesota. One of the top searches for Jerry Kill is ice cream. <laughs> fucking love. I'm sorry. I, I gotta I gotta open this up and, and share it. I, why I know is we don't it, have what's that? Why is his why is his Wikipedia picture not him eating ice cream on the sideline in the snow? That's what I'm saying. I, there you I, go. I just, every time I just I gotta look at it because it just puts a smile on my face. Yep. <laughs> fucking image man everyone the, the little quarterback shivering in his in his giant bundly jacket 
and then a guy in like a throwover with a baseball cap, not even, not even a, a winter cap, but just a baseball cap and eating an ice cream cone. Or I, you know, or, you know, or Jerry Kill. Ice uh, cream bar. Might be a dilly bar. Yeah, dilly, dilly bar is probably closer. <laughs> Remember when a uh, dilly dilly was a thing and everyone thought that was the <laughs> craziest fucking dilly 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 dilly. What a we we're just too easily influenced in this country, man. Dilly yeah. dilly dilly. What I mean, I'm still still people like koozies and shit, and, like wearing the dilly dilly shirts. Yeah. Congrats, you had twenty dollars once and now you don't, and you have a stupid ass T-shirt <laughs> for, for a motto that lasted like four months. Didn't Iowa State have a student section dilly dilly thing for Probably, basketball? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> like, if we had a player that was like, uh, "Who's Delavadova? Matthew Dova? Matthew like, if, Del there's, Del if there's Deli Deli, like, if we had a player that it made sense. Yeah. Deli deli. Okay, now I can get behind it. Yep. We, but we don't. So that just infuriates me, man. <laughs> Stupid people getting rich off of something like that. Yeah. And then there's the Bud Knight. Yeah, Bud Knight. It's all the Super Bowl commercials, guy. man. Yeah. It's all it is. All stupid people thinking they're smart with the dilly dillies and shit. And here we are talking about it. Uh, eight two years, years later, later, I still yeah, remember. Jesus. That's the worst part. Yeah. It's like the game when someone reminds you of it from high school how many years ago. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? I haven't thought about it in this long, and now it's here. <laughs> so, sorry if anyone had been playing the game and now been reminded of the game, but now you're reminded. So, <laughs> but all righty. Well, anything else you want to chat about or any other picks you want to give out for Don Plays before we head out here, Trent? Ooh. Um, don't know if I have anything for on play uh south dakota state plays i think illinois state going back to fcs jack rabbits cover oh by 50 let's see uh where's athletics here i think it's illinois state and then i think they play you and i the week after um mm -hmm. At home in Brookings. That'd be an awesome game to go to. Yeah. Illinois State at 6 p.m. I'm going to have to catch that one. All right. Well, I, what, what channel is it on? Does it say? Probably ESPN Plus. Everyone, <laughs> if I had to guess. Don't tune into Georgia. Don't tune into Notre Dame. South Dakota. Tune State, in Jack to the real Rabbit. number one team in the nation. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Exhibition game. And if starters want to sell, they can. Number one FCS, number one FBS. Oh, God. And just see the I, Now, really, I mean, George has probably played less competition this year in a game. True. You know, South Dakota State would probably give them more, more of a game than some of their other teams. Have you have you heard the rumor going around? Actually, we're about to wrap up now, so I'm getting an inspiration spark. Have you heard of, like, because, you know, we talk about South Dakota State, North Dakota State, why don't they join the big leagues, you know? Have you heard about the Mountain West and everything? Now, I don't think they'd add more teams. They are in the range, though, but they've talked about joining the Pac-2, picking up some schools, and kind of doing a relegation league. Who? Who? It Like, just like, like FCS schools? Yeah, no, the, yeah, the Mountain West. Oh, the Mountain West. Would, oh, Would pick well. up Oregon State and Washington State. Yeah. They would keep the Pac-12 name and namesake, and to keep them competitive and within the playoffs and the Power Five status, 
they would have like a relegation style soccer league so that the the top whatever i think it would be 16 teams the top 16 teams or i'm sorry top 8 would be in the pac 12 and then the bottom 8 would be in the mountain west and wins and losses and all that shit like it would basically be the bottom two from the uh pac 12 would would relegate and then they'd bring up the top two mountain west teams so they just go back and forth yeah but like there there's some fighting against it because like obviously you know, if you're an athletic director, you're counting on, like for us, uh, $28 million is going to come in this year. But, like, if you're going to have relegation, hey, it's going to be $12 million. There's, Oh, just kidding. Now it's five. You know, <laughs> there's going to be this huge discrepancy on how much these teams can make in I, one league or another. I think it's weird that they keep both conferences named depending on how good you are. Yeah, that, that was the one thing I was interested in is, like. Is the, because then, then how do you do basketball? How do you do other athletics? How do you do other sports? Well, I think you also you know, look at – I think football would be completely different because I – and I kind of agree with all of it. I think, like, the money-making sports, men's basketball, women's basketball – women's didn't make money. Women's basketball and men's football, I think those should stay in these new leagues. And I think everything else should just be regionalized. Minimize the cost of travel, you know, unless you want to create – what's the top soccer matchup? I don't even care. North Carolina yeah. – UCLA, okay, make that an event, you, you know, kind of like Nebraska did. They they have a very good volleyball school. They made a huge event one time, and it sold out, and it brought the interest to it. You can yep. create events like that and then cut down on these Olympic sports costs everywhere yep. else. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it'd be like, oh, hey, um, sorry, who's in the Mountain West? Uh, Boise State. Um you didn't do very good in football yeah. this year, so you're going to be in the Mountain West in basketball. Well, see you <laughs> later, bud. Yeah. Get ready to learn Mountain West, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the Big 12 in wrestling. I mean, you have South Dakota State. They're in the Big 12 in wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, Wyoming, Air Force, these smaller schools that are in FCS – they're in the big 12 in wrestling. So it, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's weird being, Oh, I were this conference in this, but yeah, we're this conference in this. Yeah. And it's the same thing with South Dakota state. I keep going back to them, but with different sports, yeah. they're different leagues. Like, um, they're in big 12 in wrestling, big 12 wrestling. They're in the Valley for football. They're in the Summit League for basketball, golf. But that's what uh, I'm saying. Like, you can make that work very easy. That's true. You yeah. know, for Olympic. And, and guess what? It, I don't know how all the tiers make sense on, on the money-wise, but but that is exactly my point. Hey, we can minimize travel for, like, because for wrestling, unless you wanted to go to a lesser competition, you know, you're going to go to the big the biggest league like that you can get into, like Big 12, minimize mm -hmm. travel. And then you can still get in the recruits for that. But then basketball, you're not as good. Let's, like you said, let's go back to Summit, limit our transportation, and that gives us the best shot to get into the postseason for there. And yeah. I, I just don't know how that's not more of a thing. Everyone's, I'm sorry, you see, here's some of these athletes like at USC going, we came here expecting to travel to Stanford, and now we have to go to Rutgers occasionally. It's like, I'm sorry, that's kind of part of the Division One experience. And you can leave, I guess. You can go to a smaller yeah. – you can go to U.S. Santa Barbara if you want to just keep regional. 
but I bet you don't want to do that. Yeah, go to a conference that is more regional. Yeah, I I, I guarantee you'll find a find a place to do that. But I also guarantee you don't want to lose the prestige of going to an honorable school like USC and get that degree. <laughs> and yeah, and you're still Division One. You're still going to be. I don't want to say you're flying private jets when you're a, a Olympic sport, but you're still going to be flying nice. You're going to be put up in a nice hotel. It's not mm-hmm. that bad. No, they they have to sleep in the airports when they fly back. I hear uh, Iowa State sleep in a ballroom in Hawaii a couple years ago. Matthews, who ends the season with a better record, ISU and Drake. Well, right now I looked it up. Drake is one and four, and Iowa State is two and three. Uh, Iowa State's ending with a better record, my friend. South, I keep going back to South Dakota State here. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like Joey. Miami's his second team. They're my second team. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, South Dakota State beat Drake seventy to seven. <laughs> Those poor little whimpering bulldogs in went holy. Shit. Yeah, that game was played at Target Field in Minneapolis, the baseball field. I remember watching that game. Well, like I said, I I remember watching it go, oh, cool baseball field. And then it was it was yeah, fifty-two or fifty, like nine to seven. I was like, okay, never mind. I don't need to watch the rest of this yeah. game. I know what's <laughs> gonna happen. So well we'll we'll come back to this in about seven weeks, Matthews, in two months, and we'll make you eat your words because Iowa State will end with a better record than Drake. It's gonna happen. So, <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, but real controversial takes here. Yeah. Um all right, Trey, you got anything else you want to add? Nope, I got nothing. There we go. Let's get the hell out of here. Well, I do appreciate right. everyone joining. Um, if you do, if you do uh, enjoy it, please make sure to like, subscribe, um, share with your friends. Make sure you they listen to it. Um, just subscribe on their phones when when you say, "Hey, can I play uh, some Candy Crush real quick?" Go to their podcast, subscribe, like. Let's yep. get these views up. I I, I want to yep. retire here soon. I don't want to yeah. keep working my whole life. We we see you commenting on Facebook. Uh, just uh, share the yeah. video from. I mean, come on, it's that easy. Yeah. Tell twenty it, of your friends. And and if you don't, I'm you're, I'm just gonna have to keep going back to all my coworkers like this. So I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing this annoying podcast if you if you, if you don't. So I mean, yeah, yeah, do you, money. Do you really want to keep working with Bryant? Yeah, I could retire. If you just get your buddies to subscribe, so the Powerball was drawn 29 minutes ago. Just saying. No, I didn't. I forgot to buy a ticket. Otherwise, I would have won. Gosh darn it! Well, 1.2 billion dollars, Bryant. Damn it! Usually, I actually remember to buy it for those. (laughs) That is the funniest mentality. It's like 300 million. I'm barely gonna break 160 if I. (laughs) Do you you want to be poor? Yeah, like acting like I would the way I live now. Like I wouldn't be set. My children, my children's children. I don't even want to risk that one dollar buy. Screw it. You can be poor because you only won three hundred million. Do you know how good this podcast would be if I had one hundred and sixty million (laughs) dollars? I'd have a camera that works with the lighting. It would be insane. You could just podcast somewhere not in your bedroom. It, yeah. yeah, I apologize. I'm doing laundry. That's why my bed doesn't have any sheets on it. Um, my camera is so dark. It looks like I'm like in witness protection and they're, they're giving me questions, but the camera's blacked out everything. That's how bad my lighting is. So please get, yeah, the voice get is subscri- all like subscribers scrambled. 
Yeah, exactly. My my and this is Pulse of the Heartland podcast. Heartland Pulse. All right, appreciate you guys.